Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. We're going to have a short and sweet episode today, but I would put it on a level 10 of 10 of importance. Uh, It's so important to operating a long-term successful business, and that is we're going to actually talk about taxes today on the program uh, because this upcoming week in real time, our quarterly tax payments are due here in the United States of America. And so I want to have this conversation as straightforward as possible and as evergreen as possible. And what I mean by that is if someone listens in a year or multiple years from now, it all still makes sense and is applicable to your business, no matter what day, month, year you're listening to this, because as small business owners, it doesn't matter if we're in New Zealand, Australia, Europe, Canada, USA, Mexico, wherever, we have taxes to pay. And as we operate our business, we need to find a rhythm, a routine, a system that we are setting aside those quarterly taxes. When I got started in this business, nobody explained this to me. And so I learned the hard way. And you don't want to learn by paying penalties and interest and having stress because A, you don't understand the legalities and B, you don't have the finances and the the discipline to uh, save that money. Fuel for business is money, guys. We have to have money to run our business. And we also need to make sure that we have our money to pay our taxes. So we're going to talk about that in today's program. A quick disclaimer, I am not a certified public accountant, although I thought, you know, in the fifth grade, Mr. Producer, they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, some kids are like an astronaut. Some, you know, I think the most common one is I want to be an NFL football player because I was from Canton, Ohio, home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You got, I want to be a basketball player. Some kids are like, I want to be a teacher. So anyway, if you go back to my elementary school and find my yearbook, you'll see that I said I wanted to be an accountant in fifth grade. And so now I think my mom honestly influenced me. Uh, I think she um, put her agenda on my life for that. Cause I don't really think I, I wasn't sitting there in fifth grade, like, Oh man, God put me on this earth. Cause I just want to be in an accountant. And Hey, if you're an accountant, Megan and Joey, whoever's listening out there that you guys love numbers and bookkeeping and counting and all that stuff. And, and that is God's purpose for your life. That's for you, but for me, man, I don't think so. And uh, I, I share a quick story, Marty, and we'll get into this uh, disclaimer. This is a, oh man, it's supposed to be my disclaimer. Well, yeah, let me get the disclaimer out of the way. So I, th- this is not legal advice. This is not um, 
anything of that nature. I don't have the certifications of offering you tax advice. All I'm sharing today is my experiences and public information. You can go to Google, type in quarterly tax payments, and it will show you the schedule that I'm going to read today. So this is public due dates and things of that nature. Um, And I'll share some principles that work for me and things of that nature. But just to get the disclaimer out of the way, I'm not a certified tax preparer, planner, uh, advisor, anything like that. So um, what I'm sharing today is just what I've learned through the school of experience. And so anyway, I'll I'll finish the story, Marty. Is that a good disclaimer? All right. Thank you. I uh, I listened to the end of Brian's show, man, and he has this whole thing. I was like, do I need something like that? But uh, anyway, I digress. Um, I got a, I got a job, guys, in high school, senior year of high school, at an accounting firm. And I've shared this story on the air before, but I actually like working there, man. They were paying me big money. Um, I mean, back in the day, I was making like seven fifty or seven dollars fifty cents or eight dollars an hour as a high school kid. In the early 2000s, uh, I remember I was getting paychecks that were in like the $500, $700. I mean, it was, I felt like I was balling. We used to have a place called Circuit City. So I'd get my paycheck and then I'd go blow it at Circuit City. I, I'd buy a, I bought this like $200 Walkman. And uh, nowadays, because back then, they don't know Marty, but back then if you ran with the Walkman, it would skip your CD and you couldn't, you couldn't jog with the Walkman. So at Circuit City, they had this Walkman that was skip proof. And so you could actually put it in your pocket and we didn't have wireless headphones back there, but I could actually go jogging and working out with this clunky, um, Walkman. So anyway, I'd go and I make my big money and, and I, I blew it at the circuit city, uh, you know, buying tech stuff that if you, if you guys saw it today, you would laugh with our, our iPhone 13 pro maxes, or by the time you're listening to this in podcast land, you know, that who knows what technology is out there. So anyway, I'm in the accounting office one day where I worked there nine to five. Well, I get there. I would go after my, my last class and I, and I worked about five, 6 PM and a guy pulls me aside one day and I'm uh, Mr. Producer. I was, you know, I was thinking, Oh, what's this guy? Want? He's like, Hey, come on in my office. Paul. I want to talk to you. And I'm thinking, all right. So I walk in and, and he's like, now what, what do you want to do again when you go to school? And I was like, I want to be accountant, man. He's like, I was like, I want to be a partner here one day. I want to work here one day. It's a big old glass skyscraper building, real nice. It just, I, I, I felt like a baller going to work in such a nice place and everything. And he's like, Paul, I'm miserable. <laughs> and he said, so he's like, I drive in here every day. I do the same thing. I'm exhausted. I have nothing to look forward to. And he goes, he gives me this big spiel. And he's like, I played with you. He's like, look at me. He's like, you don't want to be me 20 years from now. He's like, choose another profession. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, I'm interning with you guys. You guys are supposed to show me the ropes and, and set me up for a career here. But it, it was kind of one of those hush hush things. He's like, you know, don't, don't tell this to the other partners, but, uh, uh this isn't what you want to do with your life. You got this whole blank canvas. And so I say all that to say that a lot of us are like me as entrepreneurs where we, we like that adventure. We like that blank canvas. We want to go out there and create something, create a business And something I've noticed in the lawn care landscaping industry is some really excellent technicians where guys just do phenomenal work, whether you're doing lawn maintenance. I I love the pictures on Instagram. You guys can follow me over there, by the way, at Green Industry Podcast. But I love the stripes and the attention to detail and then the the landscaping installations. It's the beautiful. I I follow a guy named um, PGL, Miami Landscaper. Oh, man, I love watching what they're doing in Miami. And I love watching what they're doing in California. And I love watching all the different landscapes. I've been following Andy Mulder's gigantic job he's doing 
up there in Northwest Indiana, gigantic job. And so the technician side of things, we're great at that. But one of the biggest weaknesses, and I, I'm, you can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. It's something I've struggled with out of the gate, starting my business that thankfully, you know, recently I've been getting on top of, but it's the financial side of the business. Like I said, the fuel for a business is money. And so we need the money coming into the business and we need the money appropriately going out to the business, making sure we're paying everybody on time, our, our employees, our subcontractors, and the list goes on and on and on. And most importantly, the federal state taxes, and, and there's various taxes, depending on if you live in Illinois or Georgia or California, or perhaps another country, it's all uh, different. And so I've been doing one-on-one coaching guys, and I've been noticing this trend again and again and again. And again, those calls are private, especially if you want them to be private, they're absolutely private. Some people I do a coaching call, ah, I don't care if you share my story, but what I'm saying is there's a, there's a trend as I'm doing coaching calls where when folks talk about the financial side of operating a lawn care landscaping business, it's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't want you to look under the hood. And what we're finding is, is jobs are being priced too low. There's a lot of disorganization. And in many cases, um, the taxes are out of whack. And so I want to share on today's program, just some basics with taxes and with organizing your business financially. And so first and foremost, you want to start, and, and, and many of you are advancing your business. So you're like, really, Paul, but really this, some guys don't have this in order. You want to make sure your business finances are 100%, 100%, on, can you put me on like repeat, repeat Marty, 100%, 100% separated from your personal. So 100% of revenue that comes into your business goes into your business checking account. Now from there, eventually you can pay yourself and there's several different ways you can pay yourself depending on the structure of business and, and your tax professional, they can give you advice on the best way to pay yourself. And then let's say you're, let's say you're using roll by ADP shout out to our new sponsor roll by ADP and you pay, you get paid. Now you get, you know, paying yourself five grand a month or whatever it is. And then you can take that money and have it automatically ACH'd into your personal checking account. Or if you're cutting a check to yourself, whatever, once that money hits your personal account, then you can go do what you got to do. You go to Aldi's and get your groceries or Fullerton, go to Whole Foods and have it delivered to his doorstep or whatever your personal expenses are, go get your hair cut and things of that nature. That's personal, but you have to keep them separate because if you mix them at all, then you don't have true numbers and you want true numbers for multiple reasons. A, so that you can analyze your business so you can make better informed decisions to improve your business and B, so that you're, you're legal and you're set with your taxes and making sure that everything is squared away. So that's one simple piece of advice is make sure you have a huge, clear chasm between business, all work you do gets deposited into that business account. Well, what if they pay me cash? Put it in the business account. What if they write a check and they actually accidentally write it to my name, which happens sometimes if you're still taking checks, they just write it off Paul Jameson. It still goes in the business account. And then, you know, if you listen to the show, hopefully you have cards on file and the money is just, your CRM is synced to your business checking account. Boom, the money goes in there. And then you're not using your business card for personal expenses. You're using it for business. 
All right, there you go. I can see Megan and Joey smiling right now. That's my my bookkeepers, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, who are absolutely fantastic, by the way. Can't endorse them enough. So with that being said, once you have all that organized, then, and I've uh, recently listened to a 17-hour audio book. I might actually do a whole podcast on it, giving my takeaways from this phenomenal book. It's called Thou Shall Prosper by Rabbi Daniel Lappin, for sure in the top five, um, I don't want to say number one, but top five for sure books I've ever listened to. Uh, I love listening to audio books. It's 17 hours long, but it is absolutely golden. And one of the things uh, Rabbi Daniel Lappin teaches is the importance of understanding financial reports. And you can actually look at companies, financial, um, publicly owned companies, financial reports online. You can look at their profit and loss statement, their statement of cash flows, their balance sheet, and just just print it out, pick a, pick a company and, and then, um, just go ahead and, and start reading it. And, and the more you read it, the more they'll make sense. I remember my first several months, I mean, maybe seven or eight months with Megan and Joey, where they go over all three of those forms with me, uh, or, um, reports, the profit and loss statement, the cash flow statements, the balance sheet. It was kind of like blurry and confusing to me, but now it's like, I can't wait to see it. Like I, when you're going to the gym and you're trying to lose weight, right? You like to step on the scale because you, you want to measure how you're doing. You want to know, man, I was two two twelve yesterday and I go in today, I'm 211. It's like, hey, we're making progress, baby. Come on, somebody. Tomorrow I better be 210. And, and you, you have a measuring stick. And in business, we need to know our numbers and we need to know our profit and loss statement. We need to know our statement of cash flows. We need to know our balance sheet. And I'm not expecting everyone to learn that overnight, but it's important that we're monthly at the minimum, analyzing those reports and finding out what the story of our numbers is telling about our business. So I say all that then to say, like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit getroll.com slash greenindustry to claim three months free. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off season in February. Sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. <laughs> Stop it, Mr. Producer.
Oh man, I, 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 this this was supposed to be short. So honestly, God, guys, I thought this could be a five minute episode because I was just going to tell you that if you're listening in real time, the second quarter payments are June fifteenth, twenty twenty two. Which I'm creating this episode in, in um, that that is next week. And so, in the United States of America, our federal tax system, we have quarterly tax payments. Uh, the first one's usually around April fifteenth. This year, I believe it was April eighteenth. Uh, if it falls on a weekend, they kind of punt it to the next Monday or so. Uh, second quarter is, it's kind of strange because it's only two months away from April. You think they would be spaced out three month, three month, three month, three month. It's not, it's April. And then it sneaks up on you and it's June 15th. And so we need to get our quarterly tax payment in by June 15th. And then the third one is due September 15th. And then the fourth quarter, it's typically January 15th, but must be a weekend or something because it's January 17th, 2023. And so How much should you be paying in your quarterly taxes? Well, it really does depend on your situation. And so what my system is, I use, uh, well, I have my business checking account separate than my personal. So all my business income goes into that. That's synced to QuickBooks. It's synced to Jobber. And Megan and Joey, my personal bookkeepers, they oversee all of that. So any transaction that happens in my business, they know about it. They put it in the proper category, in the proper order. And then I check in on how that's all going once a month with them. And I also look at my bank accounts every single morning. It's part of my morning routine. I just scroll through and make sure everything's operating as scheduled. So from there, Megan and Joey recommended me a a specific tax planner. And I actually meet with the tax planner once a quarter. And we look at what we projected the quarter would be, how the quarter's actually going, and the amount of money that I need to make sure I have sent to the um, federal state or pardon me, federal and state taxes for quarterly payments. And so basically you can do, well, not you, I do not recommend you doing this. I recommend you have professionals above you to walk you through this because if you have enough data, again, it's true, clean numbers, then you can look at the previous years and say, okay, well in 2020, I owed this, this was my revenue. This was my taxes. And this is what percentage of my revenue, my taxes were. You look at 2021. Okay. This was our top line. This is what we actually owed in taxes that year. And it was actually this percentage of annual revenue. And then you maybe even look at back 2019, 18, et cetera. And you can start seeing trends and you can say, okay, well, according to the history, and I'm going to plan on growing a little bit this year, but if I set aside this percentage of my annual revenue, of every transaction that comes in, that's going to work for me. And there's different ways to go about it, depending on if you have, if you have one, you know, you're a solo owner operator or you have a few employees or you have 10 or more employees, your tax planner may have a different game plan for what you should set aside. And, you know, there's some guys out there that say you need to set aside 25% of all revenue or uh, there's various amounts, but the more, you know, your numbers, you'll actually be able to fine tune it. And maybe it's 7% of all annual revenue or, or um, pardon me, 10% or 15% or 20% or 25% or 30%. It really could vary based on so many variables. And so I want to just take somebody's, you know, generalized number uh, because you can really get it dialed into a specific percentage of what you should be saving And there's different ways. Some guys will actually go through and look at the profit and loss statement and look at the net profit and save a percentage based off that number. Other people will kind of take a shortcut and just take a percentage off the top line revenue. There's so many different ways. None of the ways are necessarily right or wrong. It's it's what 
works for you that you actually set aside the money and send it into the quarterly tax payment online. And so uh, you can do that. I know some of you guys aren't in the United States, so this does not apply to you. But to those in the USA, there's a website called EFTPS. E as in Elmer, F as in Fred, T as in Tom, P as in Paul, S as in Sam, EFTPS, where you can actually get that synced up to your federal taxes and all that and just go on there and and you don't you can um, connect your savings account, business savings account, and then you don't get hit with the um, credit card processing fees and things of that nature that if you go through the regular irs.gov website um, and use some of those third-party payments, um, sometimes they'll charge you um, the processing fees and everything like that. And if you're sending a large check, which a large amount, which I just sent this morning, that's why it's fresh on my mind. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a big amount guys. And it's like, it's, it's good that we're making money, but it's also like, Whoo, it's a lot of money, but at least I don't have to pay the credit card processing fees on sending the payment in because I, you can just, um, link your, your, uh, checking account. And so at the end of the day, uh, this is something to, to really be on top of in so many ways. A, making sure we're sending the right amount in, because if we mess this up, we'll get hit with the penalty down the line. And B, deeper than just paying our quarterly taxes, that's one little part of the equation. But fuel is, uh, what's fuel for running a business is money. And so we need to make sure the way this is all correlated, it goes back to our marketing and our pricing, because in order to have the money to pay our taxes and our employees, all of our operating expenses and saving for the future, reinvesting in the company, do all this. It takes money. And the more we know our numbers, like when we step on the scale and we know what we weigh, then we can really measure our business and we can get confidence to raise our prices. I think you guys would be shocked the price elasticity that's out there. I coach folks all across this country. Oh yeah, Marty, all across the Florida Plains. And one, I um, challenge folks to raise their prices and actually keep them accountable and, and, and hold their hand as they do it. They come back to me and, and it's like, wow, 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 wow. Whether it's a side job or it's maintenance or you name it, folks are willing to pay. If someone's going to show up to someone's house in this day and age and actually show up when they say they're going to show up and actually do the work and do it with professionalism and quality, folks are willing to pay for that, guys. They really are. It's rare. I was just listening to Dan Kennedy this morning. I, I, I uh, binge listen to audiobooks. I, I, I think I listened to three audiobooks this past week, Mr. Producer. Um, Thou Shall Prosper. I finished that one up. And then um, what's the guy's name? Donald Miller, The Story Brand. I'm going back listening to that again and again. I, that one's just a, a kick in the butt. So good. And then um, now I'm on uh, Dan Kennedy about sales. But he was sharing a story of a guy. Uh, I'll just end with this story because this, this is good. But he, he was explaining how he had a, some kind of animal in his um, in his wall by his bedroom. So he didn't sleep in his bedroom. He slept in the basement in his chair. And uh, he had the exterminator guy come out and uh, get rid of the, the, the rat or whatever was in his wall. So he had the guy's number. So anyways, talking to one of his business um, uh, clients in London, guys, big money over in, over in Europe. And, uh, the guy was exp uh, explaining, man, I got bats in my house and all this stuff and we can't get them out. And there's some kind of law over there where you can't get them out. Like it, it's, it's, it was a bizarre situation. And, uh, so anyways, like, oh, I got a guy that can get it out. Uh, but the guy was in the United States of America. And so the guy's like, you think he could get it out? It's guaranteed to get him out. He'd get every bat out of your house guaranteed. 
And so the guy's like, G- give me his information. So the guy literally, I think paid him about like 10 grand, flew him over. Imagine this, flew him across the pond. The guy gets the bats out and then he flies home. And, and, and the guy put him on a business, paid for his business class, business class flight, flew him out there and, and, you know, paid him, I think it was close to 10 grand. This was a long time ago. So 10 grand back then. And who knows, that's 16, 17 grand now. Um, so you'd be surprised what people will pay for. And no, nowhere have I ever done, in, in doing all of this, nowhere has the trend been where people are like, oh, people aren't aren't paying. There's money out there to be made, guys, and we can make it. But the more we know our numbers and stay on top of all of our um, payments, the more I think the the deer in headlights moment's going to happen. And, and for most of you, you're like, Paul, this already happened, where you're like, oh, crap, I need to raise my prices. Oh, crap. I need to charge more. I, you know, we, we have to start selling larger ticket price items or things of that nature. So it all is connected together. And in summary, this could have been a five-minute episode, Marty. I could have kept it simple and just say, make sure you pay your quarterly tax payments. But there you go. I hope this has been helpful, guys. If you need help with your finances and getting it in order, check out our Know Your Numbers e-training program. I teamed up with my friend John Pajak on this Know Your Numbers e-training program. He breaks down how to set your prices, how to calculate your man hour rates so that you know what you need to charge to break even, that when you need to charge to set your profits. We talk all about organizing your business finances and the taxes and how to pay yourself as the owner of the company, how to pay your employees. A to Z, the business side of running an operation. You can check that out at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's called Know Your Numbers e-training. And there's actually a bonus currently with the Know Your Numbers e-training. You're gonna get the pricing matrix calculator spreadsheet for absolutely free as a part of the Know Your Numbers e-training program. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Thanks for listening. Smash that follow button and hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.